Today's episode of Tyson Tate is brought to you by Coors Light. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash T ampersand T. Again, that's CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Please celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the Buckeyes are back. We're so effing back, Tate. Yeah, you guys are abroad. We're so top five we're back moments in college basketball history is Ohio State basketball this mm. past week. Uh, for those who might not be aware, um, Ohio State is my alma mater. I don't talk about it a lot on the show, but um, every so often uh, something happens in Ohio State basketball, uh, in the Ohio State basketball world, and I have no choice but to, uh, you know. What did Zed Key do? <laughs> Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of reasons why the Buckeyes are back. Number one, <laughs> uh, we got a five star commit. Oh, okay. uh, I'm seeing a lot of people okay. out there reporting him as a four star. But he's a five star. He's a five star. As first reported here, on hit F five on your rankings uh-huh. and watch what happens. You're it's, saying bump him, bump him up, bump him up. Uh, what's his name? Um, says <laughs> Scotty. Mi- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Scotty Middleton. Um, Ooh, the Buckeyes related to Chris Middleton. Maybe. Let's, I don't know. Let's say so. There's no way. Bump no him way. up. We, Bump we, him up. We do not have the technology to, to, <laughs> to look that up. Um, the Buckeyes now have the number three recruiting class in 2023. So hang the banner. Ooh. Uh, the the haters are, are fuming yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Their heads are spinning. They're trying to figure Make out. Make the graphic. <laughs> let's tweet that out. <laughs> I think uh, someone at Fox did. They said that Ohio State football and Ohio State basketball both have the number three recruiting classes in 2023 right For now. the first time since 2017. <laughs> yeah, Big 10 yeah. of the week. <laughs> the first also, the Buckeyes uh, went to the Bahamas this week, Tate. Yes. 2-0. Beat Egypt <laughs> and Puerto Rico. Here's Big Ten stat of the day. Almost $500 billion in GDP combined. Mm. Got their asses beat by, by a bunch of amateurs. Mm. Well, What's the GDP of Columbus? <laughs> yeah. someone, someone looked that up and then... That, 500 that was billion the in GDP was nothing. Had, had no, no chance the against The pyramids. Yeah. Ever heard of them? No chance. Um, speaking of overseas update, we might actually talk about that. We're not going to talk about Ohio State. I, I just got really excited though because uh, there's good things flowing. There's 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 good vibes around the uh, the program, but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll wait for Maui to, and, before and, I get too excited. And can we be honest? I mean, there's not much going on. I mean, you and I. I mean, we are scraping, trying to find content. We're looking behind corners. Uh-huh. We are yelling. We are screaming. Where is the content? And it's nowhere to be found. Well, uh, Jesse Jimstone himself, Bruce Pearl, uh, <laughs> took his Auburn Tigers to Israel. Yes, and lost to Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe the, we can talk the All Star Select team, though we have to point that the out. the All Star Select team. Um, <laughs> they beat two other Israeli teams, and then they lost to the the A team, I guess. Um, so we we could talk about that. Maybe we could talk about Dejounte Murray and, and Paolo Bencaro. Mm. What, what what is that? I I need. I saw the clip. It's something. I need. I need to know the story. It's very Pacific Northwest beef. It feels like mm. so. You know, maybe some animosity, maybe some jealousy. We could also talk about Kevin Durant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or not yeah i don't want to <laughs> can uh, i opt out of that conversation oh my god <laughs> this guy don't don't get me started on durant yeah don't but at the same time please do because I, i'm the guy that's like <laughs> i'm the guy that like walks into bars and is like don't get me started and then everyone's looking at me like oh, we, we weren't gonna no we weren't talking about him Nobody was like, gonna say but, but like, if we but, are gonna talk about yeah. him <laughs> okay well don't get me started because if you do well boy look out 
Um, no, we're going to talk about Ohio State for the next hour and a half, I think. Uh, mm. Because, uh, what's his name again? Scott, Scotty Middleton. Scotty Middleton is committed to Ohio State. It's a good State. name. I like the name. <laughs> Strong name. The Buckeyes are back. Uh, the Auburn Tigers are not. And DeJounte Murray and Paolo Bencaro hate each other. And I'm going to have Tate explain it to me. All that coming Ooh. up. But first. Woody Durham. All right, as Tate said at the top, um, it is a uh, it, is, it is a is it a con- it is a content desert out there, Tate, in, in the world of yes. basketball right now. Uh, I blame the NBA, as as we are wont to do on this show. Uh, we point the finger in one man's direction, and and w- whenever we feel like mm. a little agitated about the state of where we're at as a yeah. basketball community, and certainly that's that's us right now, as we're coming to do the show. And there's not a ton to talk about for a sport that's supposed to be a 12 month a year sport, or or so they told us. That's what we've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to point my finger where I always point it right at Adam Silver and say, yes. you did this. Yes. You did this. Number two, you did this. Get Mark Tatum in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes, it, I don't understand how Donovan Mitchell hasn't been traded yet when that was a done deal. I saw hashtag done deal. Done deal. To the Knicks. Yeah. Jim was <laughs> celebrating. Jim's already celebrated three he times. He has the Donovan Mitchell jersey from China. Uh, the Kevin Durant story is not interesting. Not also, at all. So it's like, just do it already. Yeah. Just like somebody do something. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, like these leaks, like the, right before he sat down to record the show, it says Kevin Durant wants to now fire Steve Nash, who, correct me if I'm wrong, did he not, Steve Nash is the coach because Kevin Durant wanted him. Yeah, yes, but they also, <laughs> if people forget that he did say with Kyrie, they also didn't want a coach. So he did that's hire true, him, <laughs> but they also didn't want him from the start. So, what do you want him to play for the Nets? Is I, that, was that I the would idea? like the idea, player coach. They, they, the Nets misinterpreted <laughs> when Durant was like, bring in Nash. Yeah. And, and then they brought him in a coach, and he was like, no, I meant to. Well, it's run funny because it, it seems like all the leaks are like, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are upset that Steve Nash doesn't understand how to win a championship. And it's like, yeah, that, that was that's yeah, Steve that, that's Nash. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> like, who did you think you hired? That's a, that's a social network moment where you're like, if you would have invented Facebook, if you invented Facebook, you if you knew how to win a championship, he would have simply he won, he would have won championships. He did win MVPs. <laughs> you never won MVC. Not most valuable coach. Um, so I, at some point we might uh, turn to Jim. Jim, get, get your Google fingers ready because at some point mm-hmm. we might just turn to you and just say like Google basketball and hit enter and tell us what's going on. Yeah, news. It's, it's Go that to the time. News tab. We're in the dog days of summer. Um, you know, it, I, the, the preseason's right around the corner. We can smell it. I can definitely smell yes. it. I see it. I see it. I see it. Um, right now in the world of college basketball, it really, I mean, we can talk about DeJounte Murray and, and Paolo. That's uh I, I certainly do want to talk about that. Okay. But um, the Auburn Tigers losing to Israel, is this news? Does this matter? I, I don't think, I think the answer is definitely not. But also uh, the fact that ESPN Center production crew and Jay Billis was there calling the games. Yes. Um, I found this interesting. And also Auburn, as we know, is one of the programs with Bruce Pearl, with Je- a.k.a. Jesse Jimstone, which is uh, um, something that dawned on me during the tournament last year. And then... It's become more and more clear yeah. in the offseason. You can't see I'm like, I can't. That's all yes. I see when I see this man. Jesse. They are one of the programs that is very much a look-at-me program. They're very much a please affix all your attention to us. Yes, we're what out we're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen our environment, our, our home arena? It's it's bonkers. Have you seen the recruits we have? Have you seen this, this? Uh, did you see the pizza that Bruce Pearl was giving out to the students? Look at this clip. I, I my, here, I'll show you on Twitter. Where's that tweet? Let me find the tweet. Let me find. Yeah, yeah. Look at this tweet. So Bruce Pearl 
He was the first. <laughs> have you seen any coach give out pizza to the student section? And I'm like, yes, literally yes. every coach. I saw Bruce Pearl do and it. Yeah, at <laughs> Tennessee. Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. Bruce Pearl invented this last year, and um, that is that is the state of Auburn basketball in 2022. Is like we invented everything six years ago. Yes, uh, and and please, college basketball was done dead yeah, to until rights, Auburn came until along. we came in. Yeah. Um. So now what happens is. Uh, we we do pay attention and we watch and now mm-hmm. now I'm I'm paying attention to Auburn going to Israel, um and baptizing their players and uh going going on the little tours and putting out the tweets and and you're, you're seeing everything going on, and then you uh you pay attention to the games and you see that Auburn loses to the to the Israel Israeli what was it the the select team the, the all star select them? team is what I saw is okay. how they were dubbed I see oh, yeah. Israel national team. The Israel national team. So, so maybe they played the select team in the national. It was two different teams. They played like the U twenty team and beat them. Yeah. Um. So how much does this? How 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 concerned? Are we hitting the panic button on Auburn as a program? Uh, what does this mean for Bruce Pearl's <laughs> legacy? Uh, your thoughts, Tate. I would say this. <laughs> I am worried that Bruce Pearl reached his peak point at Auburn. I'm worried that we're 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 cascading on the other side of success. You know what I mean? Like when we had what was supposed to be the number one pick. We were the number one team in the country. Everybody believed in Walker Kessler, the best defense, mm-hmm. defensive player in the country. And then all things, you know, obviously went to hell against Miami. And now we, we're trying to draw the eyeballs back. Don't don't worry about that. Don't worry about the NBA draft. Don't worry about any of the things that went wrong. Still look at us. And then if you're looking at us and you've been looking, Mark Titus, you've seen not good things. And that's not good for the brand. And that's not good for Bruce Pearl because he needs more and more good brand play things to happen. And, you know... We're a long ways from when he was, you know, on the side of the road in a ditch talking about Isaac Okoro. And granted, Isaac Okoro, I'm a big fan. I think the guy's going to be a star. Top 10 dunk in the NBA regular season. I saw their little top 50 dunks of the year. Isaac Okoro, number 10 on the list. It was number 10? Number 10. So Bruce Pearl, he's going to at least promote that. But this right here, this is not good. And they were begging for viewers. You mentioned this. I mean, they were on Twitter like, come watch this game. And then I was like, sure, I'll tune in. Why not? <laughs> and I tune in and immediately they're down four points when I when I'm watching and I say, Oh, brand deduction. Yeah. Brand deduction. Yeah. And Bruce Pearl, how many more of those hits can he take? Which is why I don't think you put these games on TV. I think you mm-hmm. go, you do your foreign trip, um, you <laughs> you wait till you go two and zero like Ohio State did, and then you're like hey, Tweet the graphic. <laughs> tweet the graphic two and oh. And when you lose you don't tweet anything. Yeah, yeah. Good day out there, boys. I saw uh, yeah. someone uh, someone respond. Auburn tweet like 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 they, <laughs> Auburn basketball <laughs> Twitter account cracks me up because uh, it is it, it has it, a personality. Of it, it really does. Yeah. And, and, and it tweeted this game against Israel in August. <laughs> such a meaningless, such a meaningless game. It tweets like it's it's a the middle of the SEC schedule. Yeah, it was like tough one. It's like a gauntlet. Yeah, tough one, but we learned a lot about our team or something like that. Yeah. And the graphic of the score. And then um, because all the Auburn fans will tweet, uh, we, we talked about this on the show. This was nominated for a Duffy, was it not? Yes, the, I the, believe the so. The saga of uh, <laughs> uh, the Alabama Twitter account yes, would not. The replies. Yes. Alabama posted that they lost to Auburn, <laughs> deleted it, <laughs> tried to repost Every time they posted, it just got worse. They were like, it um, can't get any worse this time, but it kept getting worse. Which is definitely funny when the Auburn fans do it. But then the problem is when you lose to Israel, uh, then people do it back to you. And I saw, I saw one guy made one of the, uh, the deep fried memes where like the, the, uh, you know, it's like a purposely shitty meme 
um, with the the big text on it, and it, you know how like usually it says like you just lost to to mm-hmm. uh, Bruce Pearl, and then like yeah. his nipples are glowing, yeah, and, like, his, his eyes, eyes are shooting lasers, his eyes yeah. are shooting lasers. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Um, someone tweeted at the Auburn thing, you just lost to King David. <laughs> I mean, and that's where we're at as a basketball uh, community right now is uh, watching watching Bruce Pearl and company go to Israel. And, and why is Jay Billis there? And why is ESPN there? What what is the end game for these? guys obviously bruce pearl has won them over uh in this war of culture that we exist in so i uh i don't know but when you typed in college basketball today on google like i did yeah it was the top story that was the top story (laughs) it was was going to play (laughs) (laughs) so i think that hurts this is a tough day. You got to get better, Bruce Pearl. There's no articles about the Buckeyes being back, about landing a, a, a four-star that we've bumped up to a five-star. Do you want me to tell you my top headline? This was the top headline that I got out today, and it's uh, where Tennessee basketball is ranked in ESPN's way-too-early top 25. That is the top headline today. When you when you search college <laughs> basketball and just hit enter. That, that is, that is the, the hottest article of the day. This, the Tennessee fans... Trying How to see we... where they rank in the way too early. Okay, rankings. so let me let me ask you about this because th- this could be a broad. I'm discussion. thinking 15. <laughs> I got them at, <laughs> I got Cincinnati at 17. Yeah. Um, I'll put Tennessee at 19. Okay, I got them at 19. Okay. I'm not as big of a believer as you are. Yeah, I'm a little bullish. Um, what uh uh? So we we've talked about Kentucky a lot in the last week or so, last couple weeks, and it won't stop. It by won't the way. stop. Literally, cow just keeps coming. Um. We're talking about Auburn now, um, and and you just mentioned Tennessee. Do you? I, I know you're an SEC guy, <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta say it is, it is, uh, it's it's one of those things where like it was funny at first, but now I'm like genuinely concerned that the SEC in basketball is like taking over. Not they're they're never gonna be a good basketball. Like the the Big Ten's always gonna be better. I mean, I'm not worried about that part. Let's, You're worried that honest. the SEC is uh, coming for basketball. The content. I'm worried yeah. about like the SEC. Like have I mean having Bruce Pearl. Like the, the the coaches that they have are are ridiculous in terms of like the the especially when the, you had a guy like Todd Golden. Stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is like a media darling at Florida. So I'm I'm worried about that part of it. And Chris Beard's gonna be in the SEC too. Yeah. Um. Porter Moser, Sister Jean adjacent. Yeah. Sister she's Jean gonna, adjacent. She's going to be at Oklahoma yeah. game. There's no doubt so, about that. So, um, where where do you stand as a guy who's who has one foot in SEC waters <laughs> right now and is flirting with the SEC? Mm. Uh, this world we live in, because like in all in all the changes that are happening in college sports, this one is is has become very strange to me. Is that like in, in the middle of August when there's nothing to talk about, we're talking about SEC basketball, that, which is that's ridiculous. Not, that's ridiculous because it used to be during the season. You're like. I'm still not going to talk about SEC basketball. Yeah, like you know? the, yeah, like yeah. The I, SEC was going on, and you would I think in your head, I guess it. Kentucky's in first and Florida's second. Yeah, <laughs> <And then laughs> you keep moving on. Yeah, that's it. But yeah. now, like you said, I mean, they kind of Kentucky is the star of the show again. Coach Mr. K leaves, and now John Calipari is is right there, and he's you know driving up content, getting Nike back as first priority. So. That's really what it comes down to, too. Like Under Armour is going to push Auburn to the moon. Nike's going to push Kentucky to the moon. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, with the AAU circuits and things, that's good for the SEC. And uh, I'm worried because there's no real tie there. You know what I mean? Like we were just joking about. This started like six years ago. And it seemed like a pointed effort to kind of get into basketball. 
This was a league that laughed at basketball. Georgia fans right. used to proudly say, our gymnastics program is better than our basketball program. I would rather go to a gymnastics event than a basketball game. Right. They were prideful about it. Right. And granted, they probably still feel that way based on what we're seeing <laughs> and what Tom Crean did to their program. But at the end of the day, this is the SEC mentality. So they can't be top dog because they already look at it as secondary. So yeah. You can't have your top dog. But, but now I'm worried that they're like, yeah. you know what? On second thought, what if we were just top dog at everything? Well, and that's pretty much the game they're playing. That's and the game same thing playing. with baseball. Yeah. Yeah, they're going for it. They're going to have baseball, you know. Like, I love college baseball. I I don't I I think the Big 10 is actually better at baseball than the SEC and I think if the SEC teams played in freezing balls, mm. played baseball like you say it's temperatures. Played, yeah. yeah. In the rain, in the in the freezing rain. Oh my god. They they would they would they, they would know <laughs> I what would to quit. Do. They would quit. Sure. Yeah. I, I would yeah. quit. <laughs> yeah, bring bring a uh, Ole Miss just won, right? They just won the uh Bring bring Ole Miss to Columbus mm. in March when it's unseasonably cold. Even it's like a li- even it, it's it's like a cold. The day, ground but is it's frozen. even colder. Yeah the, yeah, the ground's still frozen. You wake up and it's like the dew is frozen over. There's like a little layer of ice on the outfield. I'm, I'm they're, they're toast. This is my nightmare. <laughs> They look like no, no one's agreeing to that. They, uh, every Ole Miss player looks like Jorge Soler in the 2016 playoffs, where uh, when the Cubs were going on the World Series run, this man was wearing like a turtleneck. Like, yeah, yeah. He was wearing one of those ones that like went over your entire head. It's like a ski mask. Yeah, you could, all you could see was his eyes. He's got like a park and He's coming up to yeah, rightfully so. Got to stay warm. Got to stay warm. And then he's swinging at every slider in the dirt. Oh God, love him. Well, do you want to talk about Dejounte Murray? Maybe there, maybe there's more meat on that bone because I, I, I need you to explain this to me. You sent me, or was it Jim that sent the, uh, the clip of, uh, Murray? If, if you have no idea what we're talking about, um, I don't know. Just Google it's it. pro am season. Pro am yeah, season still is still going season. on. Yeah. Um, so Murray, uh, I, I, I'm gonna say what the clip, what the clip is, and then you're gonna explain what the story is because I, I was very confused as to like how this escalated beyond like that one moment. Um, Dejounte Murray was playing against Paolo Bencaro. Uh, and and something in Seattle. It the, was the, Nate Robinson's. Uh, it was Nate Robinson's. Or no, sorry, Isaiah Jamal. Thomas's. Uh, the the short Isaiah Thomas. Uh, it was his event, his pro am event. Little oh, Isaiah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Jamal Crawford's from up that way. Too, yeah, right? Jamal Crawford's was last week. That was the crossover. that was last week. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was the crossover event, and that was uh, or maybe it's still going on. You know these pro ams <laughs> are they just keep going, but. Last week at the crossover, DeJounte Murray, Trey Young, and John Collins debuted together. They first debuted. time they ever played as, you know, now Hawks players. So that was the big news last week. But DeJounte Murray is obviously still in Seattle, still on the pro-am scene. And now he's at Isaiah Thomas's pro-am. And at, some, and at one point, uh, Paolo Bencaro is guarding him. And he just makes him look absolutely silly. He mm-hmm. fakes a pass behind his back and then throws it off the glass and dunks it. And pretty sick play. Whatever. I don't know. It's a pro am. It's like, but in a, but in a pro am environment, that is like exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. What he what he delivered there, that moment, that like gotcha, and then he threw the ball at him, which was like I a, don't think I saw. That. Yeah, he he threw the ball at Paolo. So then, uh, then I saw that there was a lot of Instagram activity, and that's where I clocked out. That's where I like because then yeah, then there's like a link somewhere that was like, did you see what? Dejounte Murray posted on Instagram, and then Paolo chirped back, and then Dejounte Murray chirped back, and I was like, "No, I didn't. In fact, I'm not going to because I have Tate Frazier here to explain it to me." So mm. what? Um, these guys is these guys hate each other. What's going on? No, I don't. I don't think they hate each other. I think uh, this is a classic story of you know uh, uh, a guy you looked up to, you know, 
having someone that was younger with a lot of promise and maybe you were giving them game once upon a time, but then, you know, he became competition. You know, your your idols become your rivals, as they say in this game. And I think a guy like DeJounte Murray, you know, he had a guy that Paolo looked up to him, probably looked at him as an idol coming from the same area, you know, goes right. to the NBA, things are going well, all-star, all that. But then Paolo's, you know, going to go to Duke. He's going to have Mr. K and the boys, you know, feed that ego, pump that ego. And he goes number one in the draft. And now these guys are in a pro-am event where all the people that are there are probably saying, I'm here to see the number one pick, Paolo Banquero. Right. And DeJounte Murray's like, I'm an all-star. I'm the real, I'm the real him of this situation. And I think it was like bottled up in this moment. And then it obviously exploded over when DeJounte Murray embarrassed as the kids would say, Paolo Bancaro with this dunk and everything. And then is that the YouTube title? <laughs> I, think, I think it was. <laughs> Paolo Bancaro embarrassed by DeJounte Murray. Um, and then to add insult to injury, I guess DeJounte Murray unfollowed after this whole thing. Oh happened, my God, no. Yeah, this is this is when it goes. He to unfollowed next, him? He unfollowed Paolo Bancaro, a guy that I guess they they once upon a time Jeez. had like a, a friendship, a kinmanship, or whatever you want to call it. Oh my god! Um, and then and then Paolo, uh, I guess on his story said, "LOL, <laughs> unfollowed me on the gram and everything. It must be personal, huh? That's fine. Just make sure you guard up next time and stop sending doubles, family." Okay, <laughs> that was that was, and then Dejounte Murray, he's gonna clap back as the kids say uh he says you tried to flex that number one pick shit on me when i've been rooting for you when you was a kid asking to rebound for me <laughs> at palo five don't get on this internet saying nothing you change from the humble kid you always was and i stand on real shit boy and you know you made it and changed and i lost all respect and then you know that's the end of that paragraph thought it comes back stay humble this life you in now is real and it ain't no joke. Stay humble, says the guy. I still want to see you win because that's who I am. So he's being the bigger man. He still wants stay to see him humble. win. He wants him to stay humble. Um, I if I were to deduce the situation, one, I'm I'm Team Dejounte here, of course. You like, are shockingly, Team Dejounte. Shockingly, okay. but I don't like the the Instagram after when he did it. In the moment, I thought it was great, and then he went to the bench. I don't know if you saw this in the game. He checks out of the game. DeJounte Murray's team won. And he's coming out of the game after uh -huh. the game is basically sealed. And he's talking to people and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, that boy's soft as shit. Um, you know, I'm the real five. He also wears number five. Of course, Paolo goes okay. by P5 now. So there seems to just be like a lot of like, and DeJounte Murray's the 29th pick. It seems like a lot of animosity over okay, like I th I think over I who's getting the attention and things like that and maybe Paolo did switch switch up but I will give the benefit of the doubt here uh you know there were there were times in this where you're like Dejounte no calm down I I J Jim's playing the clip for us right now I mean, that, that's, <laughs> yeah. like a, that's, that's, that's definitely a sweet it's a sweet move and it's a nice ball fake and then he looks back at him <laughs> then he throws it to himself and look at the guy the Carolina hat in the background loving it. <laughs> But then he gets in his fit and, and then he tells just, him, and throws the okay. Yeah. And then he, he, he throws the too ball. small and then he throws the ball. Called him a little boy and soft. So I think I think little you're, boy you're not gonna soft. like this. You're really not gonna like this. I don't but, think uh, I know I'm, what you're gonna say. Cause I don't think Paul I'm I'm okay to hear the Paolo side of this. I'm, I'm I don't feel good about where I stand, but of course I stand where I stand. <laughs> but I have to but I have I've to made stand, my bed. <laughs> yeah, I have to stand where I stand. So I'm going down with the ship. <laughs> um I'm team Paolo on this. Okay. In fact, I'm so team Palo on this mm. that I think this is a false flag operation by the city of Seattle or like the Pacific Northwest as a whole. I think DeJounte Murray, I think this is all orchestrated. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if I use false flag, flag correctly, <laughs> by the way. Sounded <laughs> like good. Just, <laughs> Sounded, it was provocative.
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, just rolled off the tongue. Um, I think, I think this is a work. I think this is, uh, DeJounte Murray is purposely trying to, I have to believe that because yeah. like he, he, to me, looks so like, if you just would have left the play alone, like do, that, do the humiliate yeah. him. On, Cause like, I, I was thinking about, I what, agree with that. Where have I seen a situation where, uh, quote unquote established veteran, which like DeJounte Murray, like how established of a veteran are we talking mm -hmm. about? Like this guy's not He's twenty five. Yeah. He's but he, you know, he's not like a like a perennial all star that's been <laughs> He thinks he is. <laughs> yeah, <don't> <laughs> he thinks but he's anyway, him. <laughs> um a guy who's 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 one time one of them all star. He's a one time all star. Okay. Yeah. So a, a guy who's one of them ones in the NBA humiliating like a rookie, mm -hmm. putting him in his place, whatever. Uh my mind immediately goes to like Kobe and all the all the the, the clips that come out of Kobe and like Kyrie. Mm -hmm. Uh most of the time it seemed to be Kyrie. Um <laughs> and like Team USA camps. Yeah. And Kyrie like, you know, making excuses. And Kyrie's and talking yeah, junk yeah, to him. Yeah. And and what does Kobe do every single time in these scenarios? He just like kind of keeps his mouth shut, looks ahead. Maybe he says like one word and he's like, Okay, we'll see. And like he he leaves it at that, mm -hmm. and then he goes out and humiliates Kyrie, or whoever whoever the kid is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then he walks off the court and just like waves and says goodbye. And the way that he handles it is is the way Dejounte Murray should, should have handled it, where do the play, the play speaks for itself. Exactly. And then it he, was over after the play. I I was immediately like I don't feel good about what side when the play's happening. I'm like I feel great about what side I'm on. Mm. This is amazing. The ball's coming off the backboard. He's catching it. He dunks it. But as soon as he threw the ball. It was like, oh wow, this is so. He's now very, you're losing me. Now he's you're losing very me. clearly just in his feelings about like how he's he's, he's not the Seattle guy anymore. Well, he, I, or or do you think? Okay, wait, I'm I'm back on on yeah. Team Dejounte here. What if he's pissed off because Paolo tried to co-opt the University of Washington by wearing mm. a purple suit on draft night? And he's and like, saying, like, he's like, I'm like I actually went to Washington. I actually went to Washington, yeah. and Dejounte Murray's like, bitch, I actually, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually <laughs> went to Washington. And yeah. I was like, yeah, me too. And yeah. he's like, no, dude, it doesn't work that way. And this was like an initiative. Like all th the whole reason for this event was all of the the Pacific Northwest, the mm -hmm. greater Seattle area. They were putting out a hit on Paolo and they asked DeJounte to do it. And they were like, you got to humiliate this kid because yeah. he's trying to he's trying to be one of us while he also turns back on us. I don't know. I'm just my, my reading between the lines is that DeJounte was jealous that Paolo was the big ticket of this event. And he was yeah. in his ego a little bit in his feelings and was like, I'm actually the guy, this, this is a little kid. What do you mean? You're here to see him. You should be here to see me. And then, you know, I think Paolo only had like 10 points in the game. Cause like DeJounte's in the comments too. And he's like, you know, he's, <laughs> oh like, he's like, this guy only had 10 points. But like, what's is, he talking about? You know, is, that's what worries me. That's what worries me. It's like, is, you're supposed to play the, you're supposed to be the bigger man here. Yeah. But I do think that the Atlanta Hawks in general, their team is trying to be the assholes. They're trying to be villains. Like Trey Young likes that people think he's a villain now. And I think DeJounte Murray is leaning into that lane. But this is exactly why, um, you know, in the last few months on this show, uh, we have, we, we've talked about who's him a lot, you know? <laughs> um, and I think for some people that it might be a joke for some people, yeah. they, they think that we're um, kidding. We're, we're mocking this phrase that just popped up out of nowhere and every single athlete on planet earth uses. Um, but, but this is serious business Tate, because you can't, as we've seen time and time again, you can't have more than one him. So we like guys like you and I have to suss this out. We mm -hmm. have to figure out the hierarchy of, of the hymns because, uh, I am worried about the Hawks. Like does DeJounte Murray, is he going to do it to Trey Young? Is he going to get to the, to Atlanta? And like, he's, he, he tells Trey Young I'm him. And John Collins is like, but I'm also him. And then there's, there's, Mm -hmm. there's issues there 
this is why we have to establish uh, who who is actually him. So who who is the him of this scenario? I think it's Paolo. I do think it's Paolo. Ooh. I think Paolo playing it cool and just like be like the fact that Paolo hasn't even played an NBA second yet and he can get this man so rattled. Yeah, I mean that I, speaks volumes. It I, really does. I think in that sense it was good for Paolo because it's like he should be getting embarrassed by this clip, but at the at the the reaction from Dejounte Murray now he's the one that's embarrassed. You know, like you, like it's it's wild that the basketball didn't speak for itself. And then, because we live in a world where it doesn't even matter what happens on the basketball court. Let's be honest about it. You know, like these people don't even care. They they just that is true. Like, they is really true. don't care. They that care about true. what happens on the Instagram story and the unfollowing and whatever. I mean, it's it's basically the Real Housewives of the NBA these days. So like, <laughs> we don't even care about the basketball play. So in that sense, Dejounte was already losing a battle, and then he made it even worse and compounded it by going after a rookie. You know. And even guys that are veterans are like, why are you talking shit to this rookie, man? It seems like you're mad. Like, yeah. why are you mad? Yeah. Why are you so mad? <laughs> and you're right. That makes Paolo look good. That's like, you're so talented and big and all this stuff. Like, you haven't even played a game yet. And NBA All-Stars are like trying to go at you. It's funny. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Paolo's last, uh, what was it, a April. So we're in August now. Yeah. That's, uh, what I mean, four months. Mm-hmm. It's been four months. Yeah. The four month up and down of Paolo Bain, just all the the little nuggets that have happened of uh, obviously the Final Four and then uh, getting drafted number one by the, the F one event, the F one deal, is <laughs> <laughs> mistaken for Patrick Mahomes. Oh my God! Since the last time we saw this, played, guy play basketball, played with Chet last week in the crossover. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's did you so did you stories. send me the picture of Chet and Paolo? Um, no, it might have been somebody else. They, they were they were took they, a, were they in Vegas the, the together. The picture on the roof or whatever yeah. after they played, yeah. yeah, yeah. And someone said this is the most nineteen year old photo <laughs> of all time. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But he, but to give Paolo his credit, you know, not to be a hater, like the guy is is drumming up headlines in a sport that's supposed to be twelve months a year, and like right now the that's rookie, what I'm saying. He's the, he's the a future rookie machine, a guy that's never even played in the league is like drumming up more content than anyone else. Like so, do something, Donovan Mitchell or Kevin Durant, like. What, what I don't is, want to hear about your stupid meetings with the owner, or you like doubled down. I don't want to hear about that. No, I I don't I don't either. I'm I'm bored by the whole. I don't. I'm, so I'm Paolo, by, I give Paolo credit. He's what, making it happen. When when is the NBA supposed to what, start? What, when when are they? <laughs> when is this shit supposed to happen? When, like, do I'm 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 the I'm just like poking, saying do something at at yeah at the NBA. I mean, like college basketball makes sense that for this point in time for there not to be anything going on because that's how. That's the ebbs and flows of the season. I mean, Bill mm-hmm. Self's still on vacation, for God's sakes. Yeah, we don't also. He's not even back yet. Like we're like we Bill also Self's don't promote being a twelve month even, sport. You know, we, we don't. True. We don't ride and hang our hat on that. That's not us. Yeah, Jim, Google something. I have a question though. Do you think Dejounte Murray does that if he's still a spur? Oh, oh no chance. Do you think this is like he he's he's, he's out of the Spurs culture, so he can yeah. he can act how he wants to act. That's interesting. I do think Atlanta, I think the Hawks are going to be an interesting team next year. I really do. I find it fascinating. Atlanta's him is now on the Kings, Kevin Mm. Herter. I do. Yeah, Kevin Herter is a big loss. (laughs) I I don't like that. I don't like the red velvet loss. The King of New York. (laughs) The King of New York. York. (laughs) Albany. (laughs) How did the Knicks not sign him? Because they're the worst. I don't know. (laughs) What 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 is the Donovan Mitchell situation? What, is he going to the Knicks? He's not getting traded. What, what? The Knicks are going to jail for this Jalen Brunson thing. <laughs> the Jazz, I mean, the 
it was really the Timberwolves' fault because they set the market at four first round picks for Rudy Gobert with their trade, you know? So then now every team, like Donovan Mitchell in the front office, is like, well, if Rudy's worth four, then Donovan's worth five or six. And then all these other teams are like, oh, I'm not trading six first round picks, except for the Knicks. They were the only team that was like, we're down to trade six first round picks. <laughs> but I think that's the problem. It's like, it the, was Danny Ainge is trying to do a fire sale and everyone's. You know, aware of what yeah. he's doing, and they're like, "I don't want to be a part of this. I see how this ends. I have no draft picks for ten years, dude." And it then feels you get like, called a genius. It I don't feels like do that. six months ago that Windhorse was doing the the finger thing, yeah. and that, I know that was for Rudy Gobert, who was traded. But I thought mm -hmm. it was more for like the Jazz are just like blowing everything up, and, yeah. and as you said, doing the fire sale. And then I I already in my mind processed Donovan Mitchell playing for the Knicks. Mm -hmm. That has already happened. Same. <laughs> and then I, I every time I look up. <laughs> And I see Donovan Mitchell on a pro-am. He gets referred to as the Jazz Donovan Mitchell. And then I'm like, that can't be right. He was mm -hmm. traded to the Knicks for like mm -hmm. 12 picks not too long ago. Yeah. But then it wasn't actually... Yeah, it's it's all stupid. I think the Knicks eventually do it. I think the Knicks eventually trade five first-round picks. I think that's what they're haggling over. It's how many picks. What else is five going on? Go more. Go more than five, I think. <laughs> what What else is going on? Is there anything else? Just Google basketball. Google basketball and see what the top. Should, you know what we is. should do. You know what we should do. This, this uh, are, are you watching the Woodstock '99 thing on Netflix? Have you? Have I other one of you seen this? I loved it. That's what I was gonna say. Mm. I feel like this is because I watched the first episode last night, and I was thinking this is this is a perfect uh, thing for the three of us to talk about because Jim was probably there. And all he, honesty, he was there. <laughs> Jim was there. Jim's, from, Jim's the right the age. And he's from New York. Yeah. I started the fire. <laughs> That Billy Joel song is about me. Jim lived it. I remember watching it. Oh, and, uh, and Tate, you're probably too young to, to really six. remember yeah. much of anything. I was having a great time. Yeah, But it's pretty good. The first episode is pretty good. And I was like, I don't know. Should we do a review? With How I have a question about this. It comes up with all docs. How many docs can be made about one thing? Or how many shows can be made about one thing? Because... Woodstock 99, there's already a doc yeah. that HBO just made. I think Netflix was like, we're going to make uh, a Woodstock 99, but this time we'll make it good. And like, we'll actually like <laughs> that, talk to people who were there. <laughs> that's what they, yeah. I mean, I but, think that's but, what they but, did. But like, yeah. even the Mike Tyson, you see the Mike Tyson thing? He's like, Hulu stole his life story. Stores, yeah. But then all these people are like, why don't you just make another series about your life story? Like, no one's stopping you. And then I'm like, but how many things can be made? I mean, OJ, they made a million that one summer. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how many you can do. I think a hundred legally. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. They uh the, the the content machine of uh um when does it the, the content wars of like uh even uh isn't like Magic coming out with a show on Hulu that's that he made specifically or no, there's like there's like a documentary on the Showtime Lakers that they they call mm -hmm. wind of HBO making winning time. So they're like, yes. we're let's make a counter program and they're like this is the real story yeah. the real and story. magic made his own documentary where he was like i'm a good guy just let me tell my side of the story yeah. and then i watched it and i was like magic might be way worse than i thought like i wish <laughs> i never watched this i think that's how trials in this country are going to play out in the future is that uh <laughs> the, the defense will just make a documentary about what happened <laughs> it's a true crime yeah. documentary the staircase how then, many how yeah. many shows no, that's how about it works. the staircase it's like, it's like the guy who's being prosecuted uh funds a documentary crew to yes. say what happened and yes. release it to the public as a podcast or as like My a 10-part netflix documentary uh-huh and then the prosecution does the exact same thing. Yes. And then we put it to a, a Twitter vote mm -hmm. where all of America that watched it mm -hmm. gets to now vote. 51% <laughs> says yeah. he's not guilty.
And then you have like a bunch of people in the comments. And then people are like, say, these are bots voting. These are bots. <laughs> and some people are like, I, I accidentally clicked the wrong thing. How do I go back? <laughs> yeah, do I need to make another account? <laughs> and uh, we throw a guy in prison oh, for the rest of his life based on that. Quick break to talk about our friends at Robeck. Uh, I, 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 Robeck's been sponsoring us for a little while, Tate. And I, I, I go on and on about how comfortable their clothing is, how great their clothing is, how stylish their clothing is. Um, I, I get accused of hamming it up. I've had people pull me aside. This happens pretty often with somewhere. We, we love all the sponsors we have on the show. Um, but lately, I've been, I've been running into people on the street, and they're like, "Listen, man, when you read the Robeck ad, we get it. You like it, but like, you don't really actually." I'm telling you, I promise you, with with every ounce of 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 who I am, my my core beliefs, the way my mother raised, all that stuff. I love Roback. Mm. I absolutely love it. I love everything I own from them. The performance hoodies I I wear all the time. The performance quarter zips. I I've said over and over, I'm not even a quarter zip guy. I do not. I typically don't love Q zips. Roback sent me a Q zip. I wear it on the golf course when I'm feeling a little chilly. Not so much these days, but when the time comes. Uh, the performance polos are incredible. The designs are amazing. They're the only polos I wear. You can't find a better looking, better feeling performance polo. Even if you're not a polo guy, these polos are just too good to not throw on for a night out. Their prints get better and better. You're not going to want to miss these prints. All summer, Roback is gaining traction big time. We always spy that two-stripe ridge on the back in the wild. We told you before, and we truly mean it. There's no better time to hop on the Roback train. Use code Titus at Roback.com for 20% off your first purchase through the end of this week. R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com, 20% off all polos, quarter zips, and hoodies with code Titus. Go do it now. We love Roback. I'm telling you, it is worth it. it if, if you ever have listened to any words I say, listen to this. Roback rules. Roback.com, promo code Titus. Go do it. We're also brought to you by our friends, IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why we use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. And right now, IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash Titus and use promo code Titus and claim your 70% savings today. That's ipvanish.com slash Titus. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all things in your life, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condos, or renters' coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and choosing to switch to GEICO becomes an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save today. I found some news, some basketball news, okay, breaking news from four hours ago. 
Perfect. You may already know it. But Perfect. Sierra Canyon mm-hmm. got a new player. Penny, Anthony Hardaway's son. Really? Ashton Is, Hardaway, six foot, six foot eight. That's uh, that's the LeBron kids' school, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Scotty Pippen Jr., yeah. Kenyon Martin Jr. It's it's the it's the hot school right now. Dwayne Wade's kid go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. that's but, where but, but Amari I mean, Bailey. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but they're yeah. all going to be on the same team together, though. Penny's kid and and LeBron's, and LeBron's kids. kid. Yeah, kids. Mm-hmm. LeBron's two kids. Yeah, Bryce. Bryce. The real. Don't star. forget about Bryce. Mm. The real star. Well, that's interesting. It's also interesting because Penny Hardaway just got his first international commitment today. Do you see that? Oh yeah, kid from kid, Spain, Spain yeah. four star from Spain. So Penny Hardaway is broadening his horizons. He's saying, "I want to go international, and I also want to go to L.A." Because I mean, you have your kid in the school that has all these top recruits. You think he's not there just doing, yeah. you know, some recruiting do missions you think, for you? Do you think Amani Bates um, has has made Penny reevaluate things? Do you think Do you think mm. Penny um, has 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 just spent the whole whole off season? Uh, and, and and the way that John Calipari did a few years ago, where he said, "I was gotta, searching for a soul." Yeah, yeah, I gotta I gotta hit the reset button, and then mm-hmm. now he's doing it again after losing to St. Peter. Um, <laughs> do you think Penny Hardaway's doing that after his Imani Bates experience and James Wiseman experience? Yeah, he's like, "What am I even doing with all this?" I think that he knows that it's guaranteed headlines, and we're in a content game, so I think he's fine with it. But I think he also knows that the best players are overseas right now, which is why he's opening the borders. I think we're going to see Memphis bringing in guys from like Lithuania, Serbia, you know, who knows, maybe even Greece. He just starts, he just finds gyms overseas and then boom. What, did, what, what, uh, what violations does he have? <laughs> what, what is the, what, what's the status there? I know that it's ongoing, right? We got the update and, and everyone was like, okay, Memphis is dead now, but it seems like we haven't gotten any updates. I don't know how many level one violations. That's how I kind of judge. That's what I was trying now. to find. I think yeah. it's two level one violations. It says uh, this article I found says facing multiple, so that's probably two. Because I think if it's three or more, you'd just say the number. Yeah, multiple. But, but multiple sounds, like, multiple, sounds you're more. Like, Holy shit! Is it fifteen? Yeah, but it's only two. And, only and if you two. said only a couple, it sounds like you're dismissive. Yes, <laughs> that's why you're the big J. You explain how all this works. <laughs> um, <laughs> only a couple level one violations. Calm down. <laughs> Yeah. That's good penny news though. That is good penny news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We gotta we gotta keep an eye on penny. We gotta go to a game. Like, we yeah. we should go to a Sierra Canyon game this year. We should put that like we went to Donda. We saw that chaos. We should go to a real high school game. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was beyond high school. That was, that was bigger that was, than basketball. That was the most speaking of thing. Donda news, the dean of Donda, Kanye, declaring Pete Davidson dead after uh oh, Kim yeah. Kardashian. Do you see this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How does this how is this going to affect Donda? Yeah, if how Kim wants him back, do you think he just like is like, yeah, the school's closed. Good luck, kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, doesn't even that's care about them. Point. He's just like, whatever. He's like, my, he's he's like, like, what my, he's like my ploy is done. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, whatever. He's like, he's like now that I have my wife back, I don't have all this free time. <laughs> I would not basketball. be surprised. Yeah, how many years? What's the line? How many years Donda Academy is in the game of basketball? That, that's really <laughs> that's, that's great, great question. I know. Like, um, I think the line's four years. I think maybe four and a half. Dude, they still haven't built the school. Like maybe that's, that's why he did it. He's like, no, I'm out. I'm going back to Kim. What? Yeah. What? 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 What is the end game? I've never really understood that because you because we you, you've explained like the shoe brand part of it all. To yeah. Me. 
Um, but that just feels like a, 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 a get rich quick or like a, a write off. <laughs> yes. Like a, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's a so I'm trying to figure out like what the long term plan was for for Donda Academy. Um, yeah. In general. And, and especially to not having Kim an actual back. school. Yeah. yeah, I think it was just to show Kim that he had other hobbies. He was like, I like <laughs> basketball, remember? I'm not obsessed with you. Yeah, I'm not obsessed with you. I like basketball. Now come watch my games. <laughs> also, Yeezy, the brand, which was tied to Adidas, they're, they're in turmoil right now. So, like, that whole idea about Adidas and Yeezy and funneling kids and all that sort of stuff seems like it might not be in the works. So, I think that's tough for Donda, too. Unless Yeezy goes independent. And it's just what, like its own. What is brand. the next iteration of all of this? I guess. What is uh? I mean, we're, we're this has been going on for forty years, right? Since like the eighties. So like, I mean, it's obviously evolved, but it's the same game. It's like shoe brands funneling money through schools and AAU programs. But now that now that the kid now that the NCAA has, uh, you, you don't have to have SAT scores anymore mm -hmm. to to play college basketball. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're very close to like you don't even have to go to class to play college basketball. Which, yes. Might happen any day now. <laughs> yeah, it could happen this could year. Could happen. Yeah. Uh, the SEC, it's already been happening. <laughs> yeah, North yeah. Carolina, it's already been happening. We had to write papers. <laughs> um, but uh, I, 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 so, so like that part of it, the, mm. the, the, the Donda Academy not even having the real school. Um, the, <laughs> I just, I'm trying to figure out like what, wh where does the trickle down stop of the money impacting yeah. everything? Because, um, like we we all understand that the money is driving all these decisions in in college sports, but we I do appreciate it. I really do. All of all of the people out there that like to show up and be smarter than everyone in the room and be like, I'll explain what's going on. It's money. Thank you to those people. We, uh, <laughs> you're 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 serving a great purpose here. Like yeah, when, you you, know, you got it. So someone's just complaining. <laughs> you're like, you know, I I gotta say, it's 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 really it just sucks that UCLA is going to be in the Big Ten. That just I just feels like you know, kind of what I know about college sports. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't. I don't know. It's a tough pill to swallow. And then someone pops around a corner and they're like, I'll tell you why it's happening because of money. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, bitch. I know that. I <laughs> yeah, know yeah. That Thank you. <laughs> um, but my question is, where does the money stop? Like, where does, because, where does the buck stop? Because if, if high school basketball is being dominated by money, you know, and like mm -hmm. these, these academies are popping up and, and, um, like La Lumiere in Indiana is hysterical to me because even when I was in high school, I don't, uh, the, La Lumiere is like the Donda of Indiana. I don't remember La Lumiere for shit. And then like you look up La Lumiere on, on Wikipedia or something, the school's been around forever. But like in 2015, they decided, let's just start paying kids to come to our school and we're going to build a basketball academy. And I, yeah. I guess it makes sense. It checks out how we got there. But my question, Tate, is like, if you're if you're a purist of basketball and you're, and you're one of these like boomer type guys that's just like I I want to watch amateurs play, <laughs> take the money out of this. What level are we gonna have to watch? And like, is it Division three? Is Division three gonna become the new college? When when the NCAA... I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be middle school basketball. Yeah, I, is I, think it middle the, school? I think the last sanctuary of basketball is gonna be middle school basketball. Like, are we seventh and to eighth a seventh graders, grade? Yeah, podcast? seventh and eighth graders is like the last bastion of just pure basketball, pure amateurism. Yeah, and then little league world series and, and seventh grade. Basketball. And, and the shitty part about it is that the eighth graders are are getting recruited, so they're already know, losing focus. <laughs> You're like little Johnny is thinking about his Nebraska offer right now instead of just playing the game. Like, I remember no, when, uh, no matter how far you go, the distractions. Will I be remember there. when I was in eighth grade, even getting letters from uh, the local private schools, mm -hmm. and um, I would open them and I would like start reading through them, and I thought it was because I was smart or something. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, this is interesting. They want they 
said they're going to give me a scholarship if I come. And then they, they would mention basketball like every, yeah. I remember being in eighth grade being like, am I getting recruited to go to a private school <laughs> yeah. in eighth grade? Yeah. Are these guys. What's going on here? Yeah. You are. The truth is you are. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I, that, that's where my mind is, is going when I, uh, the private school in my hometown, they had, we had three players kicked off the public school team, Northern. And then the private school enrolled those three kids. Like they were like, you can't play in public school because of your grades. And then the private school was like, great, great. We'll take you <laughs> yeah. on our team. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm seriously wondering, like what will be the last, cause even, even like the Little League World Series is back, and I know this because my father called me three times today mm -hmm. to talk to me about Love Ohio that. Michigan game. Yeah, I got a voicemail from my dad. Um, I, I I didn't answer. I was like working out or something this morning, and when my dad called, so I just sent it to voicemail. He leaves like a minute and a half voicemail about how Ohio is playing Michigan on e on ESPN or ESPN. My my dad probably buys a subscription package just yeah. to watch ESPN Plus. Um. He, he he's uh in the voicemail he's talking shit about how michigan's handing it to ohio and and he's like your boys are looking terrible whatever so i call him back after you know 30 minutes mm -hmm. and you know I, I finish up whatever i was doing and i call him back and he's like oh uh ohio scored five runs in the uh the top of the fifth and they're up now and and he's just laughing about how like that's how literally baseball works <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's the game it's like you're getting your ass kicked and then suddenly <laughs> the other team's throwing the ball all over the field well, and, you and that's why dad's getting fights at those games yeah because like they're one of them's chirping like you know y'all can't handle this and then five runs later he's like wait a second so my dad put it on my radar that the literally world series is back um they had it last year but they didn't invite the international teams and there was no fans and it was whatever so like it's back and and, and full, earnest capacity. This year, full capacity this year yeah. uh, and it's coming up and it reminded me how much i love the little League world series and then uh i i was thinking about why i love the little League world series and it's because of what we were talking about is like it does feel like the it's not i mean you can go there and, and for free the, the hot dog's a dollar it's like the little it's it's williamsport pennsylvania and costco are the only people where you yeah. get a hot dog for the same price you could in 1991 um and and the 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 beauty the romanticism of what sports of playing for the love of the game all that kind of shit that like people <laughs> yeah. talked about with college sports in the 60s you know yeah that still applies but then at the same time there the, this this entire event is on national television <laughs> and making a lot of money <laughs> making a ton yeah, of like, money. all these kids are like becoming stars and getting nothing from it ESPN had like a, <laughs> they got the rights to this thing with like a hundred million dollar bid or something I, yeah. I don't know what the number was but it probably was something like that yeah um and 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 i don't know man and i'm just like going a little crazy thinking about it i was like where, where is the le there's got to be a level somewhere like what can, can can we create a, a, a some sort of sport some sort of system where you, you do just play. <laughs> There's, no, There's no cameras. And the people that are in charge of running the thing aren't like trying to figure out ways to stab each other in the back to make more money and move, but move like, this around go, here. Go to and your local here. rec league and it's the same corruption. It's you know crazy. I mean? It's like if you create a sports league, you're <laughs> you're going to start doing corrupt things. It's unbelievable. I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know where it ends. I don't know how I got off on that. No, I, I, think, you, I think Jim brought up Donda and I just like my mind just goes crazy thinking about it because like i'm i'm fine with like i'm not i don't mean to complain about it uh and and this is a, I, I feel like we do this rant all the time when we're talking about the, the, Pay changing, the kids changing climate of college sports or whatever like i i understand all this was inevitable and, and um you know i welcome the change and to, to a certain extent it's just like if, if you are someone who has an appetite for that 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 idea of uh, you know, like what made a lot of people fall in love with college sports was that you get four years to play. That's out the window. You got Ohio State's got Seth Towns in his seventh year. Mm -hmm. Um, 
who I, I take Fraser voice. I like Seth Downs. <laughs> yeah, you really like that guy. And I like Seth Downs. You think he might be the best player. Uh, if you can just get healthy. <laughs> yeah. God, if you just get If you just healthy. do the one Man. thing he hasn't done in seven years. Um, he's, he's playing for seven years. Brad Davison's playing for six years, whatever the hell that ended up being. That's out the window. Like the, the student athlete part of it is completely out the window at this point. The, yeah. the amateur part is out the window. And it all should be to some extent. Like, I, I don't know. I, that's not even what I'm trying to say. I don't even want to debate that part. I'm just saying if you have an appetite for sports where uh, there is something bigger than all the players, they are playing for free. And like, there is like the love of the game type thing. Um, there's got to be a level at some point where they're not making a shit ton of money from television contracts where they're not. And I, I don't know what, when all the dust settles on all of this, because there it does feel like there's like a lot of bubbles at play too, that like some of these bubbles are going to get popped. Uh, I don't think the Big Ten and the SEC bubbles are going to pop. But like somewhere along the line, like something's going to get shaken up. It, there is going to be like a dust settling. And when the dust settles, if you're someone who who is longing for that sort of thing, where do you have to turn? I don't know. Is it is it seventh grade basketball? Is I think it? <laughs> I think it's the ABA, the Amateur Basketball Association that we create, and we we just bring in people, and they have to they have to sign the same contract that Michael Jordan signed for the love of the game. For the love of the game. That's that's the only thing yeah. that their contract is, and it's like basically like I, you know why I'm here. It's because I love this game, and I want to play for the, the Michael the Beasley's pure sport the commissioner. Of yeah, he's Michael Beasley is our player commissioner. Yeah, he's a player, <laughs> the first ever player commissioner. Yes. Well, second after LeBron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the NBA, but uh, he's he's <laughs> otherwise, yeah. Michael Start, Beasley started with the Adam Silver shot, ended with an Adam <laughs> yeah, Silver shot. Love go. to see it. I don't know. I don't even know if that was a worthwhile rant. I just uh, Jim brought up Donda, and then I'm just like, here we go again. Start. I have a Donda update, by the way. Please, What's <laughs> Penny, Penny Hardaway has withdrawn his kid from this <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Now he's going to Donda. <laughs> no, um, the from dean Sierra. of Donda took down that post after Kim went ballistic on him. The Dean of Donda took down <laughs> Kanye. Uh, took down for post. people that didn't Pete see what, what post. So Kanye put on Instagram today, like a New York Times, uh, like a Photoshop newspaper, like yeah. front page, front page of the New York Times, and and it read, uh, "Skeet Davidson, Davidson dead," and like is like twenty eight years old or something. Yeah, at twenty eight, and then and then you know it's and then like underneath it, what did he put? Like Kid Cudi supposed to perform at funeral, <laughs> but won't go to funeral, but won't go because afraid. of bottle throwers. Yeah, he's afraid of people throwing bottles. <laughs> in tiny font, tiny font. Ti like you have to zoom all the way in. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Just to take a shot at Kid Cudi. Is like, what the hell? Jim, you have to you have to work for this man. Like I, I that, that is that is. That's something that Jim that's would make. That's is, something that Jim would make and send to yeah. Kanye and oh, be like, "What do you yeah. think about this?" You got to get on Kanye's check payroll. Out, zoom in. Check out what I put at the bottom. <laughs> How do we set that up? Get yeah, uh, to, don't we know someone who said they went to work for Kanye at some point? Sure. You remember? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. I, I know <laughs> what you're talking about. I, I vaguely re remember us having a mutual somebody who was tweeting crazy things after we all worked together, and then he said he was working for Kanye. Oh Kanye, yeah. And he was also oh, yes. Allah and all that. Yes. Times. Yes, I blocked those times out. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out oh. to him. But yeah, at least he took down the post. That's good. That's good mm -hmm. to see. Um. All right. Sure. He's growing. Donda update. All right. Nothing about basketball. That's the problem with Donda. You know, like we went to a basketball game and, and none of our takeaways were about the basketball game. They I don't were. think we saw a basketball, yeah. did we? There I, was no basketball. It was a performance. Like, it, it was, it was, it was, we saw a guy painting. Yeah. yeah we, we, <laughs> it was a guy painting and then a rap performance by like someone. <laughs> yeah. 
There was, there, but there was no basketball. Even mm-hmm. when they were playing the game, there was no. They were playing without basketball. Yeah, the, they, they were just, just going like through the flexing. Motion, yeah. yeah, it was performative art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to imagine the basketball. <laughs> different people were seeing different plays. Pretty good. Uh, what uh, f- football's coming back? Are you excited about that? Are you? Do you have Charger season tickets? Yeah, again. Yeah, running it back, baby. Can't wait. It's gonna be good. I mean, we're a top five Super Bowl team based on the odds. So a lot of people are saying. LA keeping the Super Bowl, just not the Rams. It's our Ooh. turn. It's our turn. Bolt up, baby. All Can't right. wait. Khalil Mack. Yeah. Got Khalil Mack. Are you, uh, are you more of a Chargers fan than Panthers fan at this point? I mean, the Panthers. How long, how long will that take, you think? I think 10 years. Okay. I think 10 years. Uh, but the Panthers, the unfortunate part is like, I mean, they they just they just can't do it, you know. This new regime, this new ownership—not to say the old ownership, you know—I'm I'm I'm you know pumping out for, but it just doesn't feel the same. It feels like South Carolina. They're, they're like the South, so Carolina, South Panthers, Carolina Panthers. You know what I mean? And like I'm the North Carolina Panthers. Do the Panthers matter to people? Yes. In the Carolinas, they do. Yeah, especially in Charlotte, obviously. Okay. And Rock Hill, South Carolina. Do the Hornets matter more? Less? Mm, Way less. The Hornets matter less. Because yeah. was that true? Before Cam, or did Cam? Make I mean, care the, about Panthers the Panthers were loved because of Jake Delhomme, Steve Smith. You know what I mean? Like they, that was like the real. <laughs> I mean, that's all you really need to say about the state of the Carolina Panthers is the Panthers were beloved because of Jake Delhomme. <laughs> Super Bowl, baby, never forget. And if John Casey didn't kick that ball out of bounds, we win the Super Bowl. You're never talking about Bill Belichick. You're never saying he's one of the greatest coaches ever. You're not talking about Whoa. Tom Brady. Whoa. It's all because of John Casey kicking a ball. You out of did bounds. this, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you, you created the Patriots. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was us. <laughs> and that was the Janet Jackson Super Bowl. That was like a tent pole moment in pop culture. Great a time. what pole? A tent pole. A tent pole. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it but yeah, was, but I've never heard big that moment. term before. Big um, moment. Jim, you're, you're a Jets fan, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, any <laughs> shout outs or, or closeouts today? I have one shout out. Uh, I want to shout out Isaiah Briscoe. I know you saw this. Pro Am season, uh, 74 points in the uh, Hoopsville Pro Am. Yeah, we should have talked about record. this more at the top, honestly. Yeah. When we're, we're star for content, this this feels like good content. Was uh, Isaiah Briscoe holding up a 74 <laughs> thing? Yes. We, we touched on this before, right? Like, how much? How many points do you have to score to, <laughs> to hold, hold, up, hold up the sheet? It's 70 or more. 70. Is, is that what we decided? I, I think it should be 69 or more, but I think 70 is the number. 70 feels good to me. Devin yeah. Booker set the bar at 70. Did he hold up a piece he, of paper? He held up a piece of paper. <laughs> and they took a picture. And guess what? They lost the game. And I, then there were a lot of people that were saying, can you take a picture after you lose the game? I don't know. I think if you if you score 69, though, you're going to want to hold up a 69. Exactly. A that's why I think it starts yeah. there. That's why I so think, I think that's it's, the number. I think it's a race of 69. And then if, and you hold up the piece of paper. And in fact, like if you're on 69 and you're at the free throw line, you miss it on purpose. <laughs> you miss it on purpose. For the I still, picture. I still stand by. I've, I've thought about it a lot since I said it um, on the show just out of nowhere. But uh, I've really given it some thought. I, I do think that the a bounty idea makes a ton of sense. For um, I, I, I want Adam Silver to be like, I will pay you a ton of money if you can score 82 points in a game. Yeah. To, to the NBA guys. Yeah. You get a you get a huge bonus if you break. Mm-hmm. Put out put out the night before opening night. Here are the 10 records we're trying to see broken. You get 1% of the league's revenue share of the season. Yes. Yes. If someone breaks one of these 10 records this mm-hmm. year, 
or or you can like change it up it could be like here are five records for like the first three months of the season then mm -hmm. it changes to another five yeah you draw them out of a hat the mm -hmm. night before you know what's crazy is that the nba is 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 wild enough to like do this th there's no idea that's that's out of bounds that's why we're talking about an in-season tournament that 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 shows you how dumb things can get they can get real write dumb. down every record in the nba put in a hat and then mm -hmm. adam silver no get adam silver out of here mark tatum draws <laughs> yeah the it's records. tatum it's tatum yeah and it's like a hunger games deal i don't i've, I've never seen hunger games. i, I think like, dejounte <laughs> murray dejounte murray breaks scott scouse's record of 30 assists putting it up now <laughs> put a bounty on it he's him he'll do it um i want to shout out sky clark was he on the show i can't remember he was on the show and we uh, had sky clark he, on the show he right? was supposed to come on the show and commit remember he was that's right we booked him to commit he was booked to commit on our show he was a five star similar to peyton watson our first commit five star we were that's trying to right. create a thing of five stars that came on our show and committed sky clark came on our show and basically was like i don't know yet and we were like what <laughs> what are we that's right that's right he he, he okie doked us for sure and he kind of he was like i like kentucky we we thought it was kentucky but then obviously illinois well, it was kentucky at the time at, yeah for us he committed to kentucky didn't that's he right that's and right he, he did. decommitted yeah. and, and went to illinois um he's he's friends with the, the the sky clark mystery continues <laughs> uh this guy who um he's a freshman in illinois now. yeah right? he's about to be a yeah freshman. he's never yeah. played a second of college never. basketball but uh, maybe, he's maybe the biggest star on the team. He's got some Paolo Bencaro in him. Does, hasn't even yeah. hasn't even moved on to the next level yet. And he's already been a content goldmine leading into his uh, debut season. Um, he's friends with Toby McGuire, apparently. But doesn't explain how or why. No, just took a picture with just him. Took a picture and was just like, "Big things coming," you know. Yeah, like we're and and to add insult to injury, <laughs> it wasn't like he just ran into Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire has on a Sky Clark 55 jersey, which, as you just mentioned, has never been worn. <laughs> this is a jersey that does not even exist in the real world of college basketball. He's never clocked in at number 55 as an Illinois player, but Toby McGuire already has the jersey. And and I, we, we can't explain how or why. I we, think, we have no idea. I, I, there has to be some... I mean, Toby McGuire, big gambler. Um, I, I don't know if he has something on <laughs> Illinois games. I don't know. Toby McGuire was the guy in uh, Jessica's game, right? Or, or Molly's, Molly's game. Molly's Jessica yeah, yeah. Chastain. Player X or Jessica whatever. Jessica Chastain yeah. played Molly, right? Yeah. So yeah. Molly's game. Yeah. yeah. Michael Sarah played uh Michael Sarah played Toby McGuire. Yeah. Toby McGuire was livid about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, like, I, would, I would be He too. threw a fit, yeah. I mean but, but Michael Sarah's hilarious. You know how does that feel to be Michael Sarah and if you're playing anybody, everyone's gonna be pissed. Is yeah. it like is, is there a human being no, that I could be played pissed. by Michael Sarah that that the guy being played by Michael Sarah wouldn't be like, Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Michael Sarah's <laughs> Yeah, he's like, That's who you pick. And then Michael Sarah's like, I'm 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 a pretty good, I'm pretty funny, aren't I? Yeah, like, he's I'm, like, like, he's like people good. like me. I thought people like me. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, I'm kinda like Jason Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he was pissed how he was depicted, even though the uh, stories are supposedly all true. I mean, I thought yeah, he would I be some crazy. I think he's he both. I think he's. I think he was both. Movie. I think he's both pissed. He was definitely pissed. I think he was. I think his gut was pissed about Michael Sarah, and, and then when people were like, "Damn, you seem mad," he was like, "Uh, yeah, because of uh, how I was depicted." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michael Sarah was like calling him. He's like, "Hey, man, don't want to be weird, but I heard you said some things about <laughs> yeah. me." He's like, "No, no. What about you? It's how I was depicted." <laughs> You're great, man. You're great, dude. When, you, when I heard you, that you were going job. to be playing me, you're I was great. so excited. I was like, of all the people in the world, <laughs> yeah. all the A-list actors. That's who I would have picked. That's who I would have handpicked you. I would have handpicked you, that Mike. That sucks, dude. It, it, can there possibly be a single person that would be excited to have Michael Sarah play? Beck? They kind of look alike. I don't know is, what is, Beck looks like. Is, it looks just like Michael Sarah. <laughs> is Beck the guy that... Uh, 
won the Grammy that time. Is that when Kanye? Kanye I, yeah, I thought we were bringing that full circle. Why don't you kill me? Yeah, that's what it was. Beck's most famous moment, I think, was like he won a Grammy and over Kanye. Kanye. Was, yeah, Kanye. Kanye was not or happy. maybe he was mad that Beyonce. I don't remember why he was mad, but he was mad at Beck, <laughs> and that's why it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i want to shout out i have another shout out uh the manhattan beach six man tate this volleyball tournament that goes on in manhattan beach as yeah. you know since i moved to los angeles uh one of my goals have for years has been to uh break into the uh manhattan beach elite social circle it's, <laughs> it's a very prestigious um thing and and part of the way you, you got to break in is you got to go to this uh volleyball tournament that they have mm -hmm. every august i talked about this local year, locals I? only yeah. yeah manhattan beach is a very locals only place that's, yes. that's by design there's nowhere to park there's no hotels anywhere yeah so like if you're not a towner and you're no it's basically LA, you like do you there. have five million dollars to buy a house yeah. here yeah okay bye yeah and bye. uh i i uh i want in <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. i want to be one of those five million dollar guys <laughs> um <laughs> So full transparency. Here's my plan. Uh, I want to be rich. Um, mm. uh, so I, I I I I got invited down there last year, and I went to it, and it was a good time. So this year, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go again. It's it was uh, this past weekend. But the reason it's relevant to the show, Tate, is I I went both days this time, Friday and Saturday. It is uh, a six man beach volleyball, six man aside. Um, the the competitive beach volleyball you might watch on television is usually two on two, mm -hmm. and this is six. So like it's obviously a lot more people but it, it creates like more insane spikes because like you're not recovering and like just trying to it's, it's not the cardio workout so like one guy's just kind of standing there waiting for someone to set the ball up to yeah him. and then he's going to he absolutely rip yeah. it yeah but then there's six guys on the other side so when he's ripping it someone's going to be in a space that, they're blocking that, to it, block it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah so it makes for like it's like basically <laughs> like slam ball for, for and uh what makes it so funny to me is that people are in costumes and it's not just like me, you and Jim and some of our buddies put together a team. It's like the, the best beach volleyball players in the, the entire world. It's it's God knows how many all Americans, God knows how many professional players are yeah. this thing. Everywhere you look, everybody's like six nine and taller mm -hmm. and just completely shredded and great athletes. But the whole reason I bring this played up, basketball at USC yes. or Arizona, yeah. Exactly. Because the whole reason I bring this up is that uh, Luke Walton and Richard Jefferson were on a team again this year. And, Love that. Uh, they are absolutely electric, those guys. They, they were on a team. They, they played a little bit. Uh, as the tournament wore on, they slowly phased themselves out and they became like the sideline guys that Love were just that. talking smack. Yeah. Start out hot. <laughs> yeah. Let people know that this is your team yeah. and then become a leader. And they got second. They ended up losing in the championship. They, they wow. lost to a team that they had beat already. And then they, uh, but they didn't play. So I don't know. I just want to Not shout out them. those guys. I mean, Richard Jefferson is number one ESPN TV talent for me right now. He's, yes. he's, he's the perfect person at like getting why he's there. You know what I mean? And, and it's unfortunate that we spend a lot of time talking about another new fresh personality over there <laughs> that's in the NBA. But Richard Jefferson, we see you. Last year, um, if I remember correctly, because the NBA draft got bumped yeah. to August. Um, the Thank God we're done with that, by I the know. way. That, that was terrible. The uh the the six man tournament last year was the 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 day after the NBA draft mm -hmm. and uh the the drafts on like the Thursday night then the first the first day was on Friday at nine a.m. um and Richard Jefferson if I remember correctly was there for the very first game <laughs> like he took like a he got on a red eye from New York because the draft was in New York yeah gets on a plate flies all the way across the country because he had to hurry back for this tournament for this tournament for and, this then, and then they were like we'll tournament. see you at eight a.m. yeah. 
for the first game. We're everybody there is just like shit faced and wearing a costume, but then mm -hmm. also everybody seems to be an all American volleyball player. Very it's, seriously, it's, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So shout out to uh, shout out to all the people. And if and if you're listening and you're in the Manhattan Beach uh, social elite circle, um, <clears throat> I don't know. DMs are open. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, <laughs> Was Chase Buttinger there? He wasn't there this year. He was is there he, last he's year. He's a big volleyball yeah. guy, right? He's yeah, he's supposed year. to be nasty. He was probably like playing in some tournament somewhere. And mm. that, that dude's probably. There's no way this is true, but uh, the, he's he's the type of guy though that you would find out has made more money playing volleyball than yeah. basketball. <laughs> he's like playing professional beach volleyball for 15 years. Yeah, people are clowning him for yeah, like. And he's like, like he's like honestly, this is way better. I'm a Nike sponsored athlete. It's like I'm living the dream. I go to four tournaments a year. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's like the it's first great. Uh, Pat McAfee or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else? Any uh, other I mean, we just want to shout out the rehearsal. I think all three of us. I mean, we're all you're, watching. That, if you're right? not watching it, just go watch it. I don't want to ruin it or spoil it or like. Yeah, we got people on yeah. the crew that are watching it. That, yeah, uh, that are here in the building right now. That don't. They're that have not seen. They've not seen. We're it. not going to spoil it. But but you got to go watch it. I mean, it's 34 minutes. Right, that episode was 34 yeah. minutes. I felt like it was a saga. I, I felt like I watched something for like an hour and a half. That's how many things happen. The show is the most unhinged show I've ever. ever seen. Yeah, and I'm in the valley, and I realized that his little studio is in NoHo, like literally three streets over from me. And I like drove <laughs> over to try to figure out where it was, but the sign's down now, and I'm like, "But that's all part of it." I'm that's, like, that's "I'm that's like, it's <laughs> around me, circling." Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's it. That's my that's my last shout out. Watch the rehearsal. I saw Nathan in my neighborhood, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, I I sent you guys a picture. Yeah, it was um, blurry. By the way, shout out. Um, the coaches poll came out today, preseason, Ohio State, number two. Nice. I'm good with that. I'm yeah. okay with that. Mm. But Ohio State also number one in most annoying college fan bases. Did you see that? Who <laughs> made the list? No. Some was it science thing. Barstool Sports. <laughs> Some Barstool U. Barstool. This is a scientific <laughs> thing. <laughs> this is Michigan <laughs> MichiganFootballDigest.com. Yes, yes. No, honestly, uh, I'm trying to think of fan bases that would go, like, would actually wear that like a badge of honor. Um, Ohio State is Auburn uh, is, is on there. Auburn Auburn's basketball. number two. <laughs> Auburn's number two. Auburn's on there. Yeah. Ohio State would like, like, if if we were number two, we would fight. And be like, are you? We're number me? one. We're, we're by far the yeah. most annoying fan base. Notre Dame probably close. wants number to be four. In there. Number four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think about who else is annoying. I mean, Alabama's annoying. Number right? three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama's annoying for different reasons, though. Because yeah, Alabama's like they're annoying because they win. And it's like understated. Yeah. Like they don't. I, yeah. I I feel like the Alabama fans aren't. Um, and there's two different Alabama fans. There's like real Alabama people that are yeah. like I I roll tide forever. And then there's like the new bandwagon. I like the Cowboys. I like Duke. I like Alabama football. Where's Tennessee? Is Tennessee on there? Number five. Number five. <laughs> that's pretty good. I was gonna say yeah. Tennessee has Did you to see be. this. No, but Tennessee. That's pretty good. Checks out. As being on there, um, yeah. Who's, I don't, who's, did you tell us number one? Yeah, it was Ohio, Ohio State. State. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, go yeah, Bucks, yeah, baby. Yeah, Let's go. <laughs> How many other Big Ten? Where, it's what, the, what's the, the next highest Big Ten school? Do you know eight. the Big Ten school? Oh, okay. Michigan. Uh, no, no, it's going to be uh, Penn State. Penn State. It's yeah, Penn, Penn State. State. Yeah, yeah, it's Penn State. <laughs> Wait, Penn who do you think's number six? Penn, Penn State, State should be one. Dude. Yeah, Penn, like if we're talking, I think Texas A and M, Penn State should be one too. Yeah, because they're both Colts. Like, yeah, and Colts like you're gonna have to be top of the list Texas, for annoying. Jim, what do you think? What what was the what of the the tour we went on last year? All the stops we went on. What was the most annoying fan base? I don't know. 
You can say Ohio State. State. You can say Ohio State. State. I didn't find anyone annoying. I did. I mean, that's part of the charm of Ohio State. We are annoying, yeah. We expect to win like every... I'll never forget driving into basketball practice when uh, Juice Williams in Illinois Mm -hmm. uh, beat Ohio State. Ohio State was ranked number one in the country. It was the season... Juice Williams, great running back. We ended up going to... uh, to the national championship for the second year in a row lost to lsu that season mm-hmm. um but but we weren't even that good like it was like when we when the selection came out and we were playing lsu like all the Ohio state people are like are you shitting me like we don't want to send us to the rose bowl we don't want to go there um but we lose at home to illinois who's unranked and we're ranked number one in the country at the time and i'm driving to uh we had for some reason we had basketball practice like an hour after the game ends. I don't know why or how, like what the hell, like I, whatever. So I'm trying to drive into the shot and the 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 um the cops are directing traffic like away from campus, obviously. Yeah. Like, we just have get a home game. Here. Everybody get yeah. out of here. So I uh I I pull over, I, I put in my I'm in like the left turn lane that's like closed, but I'm trying to turn left to go to the, to where I park and everything. And a cop comes running up, starts banging on my car and he's like it and the whole point of telling this story is like the testosterone that came from the cops because he sends me some way i go i go another path another cop was like yelling at me and i roll down the window i'm like i'm just trying to get to the shot he's like get the fuck out and the, and <laughs> the point is the testosterone that's yeah, flowing the in anger. Columbus yeah when the buckeyes lose a football game yeah you it's don't want to be there you don't want to be there it's a point it's like it's a it's a it's it's a national crisis or like it, a, it, yeah, yeah local crisis it's part of the the charm of of being in Ohio. It's like we we create such a dangerous situation when Ohio State loses that the refs that they feel better like they, they better to, win. Yeah, yeah, they have to win. Yeah, they're like they're like we we got to feed these people what they want. They want a W. I felt that way with Tennessee with basketball when we, when we played at Tennessee. <clears> uh, at, at uh, when um, I think that was like 2008 or something. We played Bruce Pearl at Tennessee. I felt that way about the Tennessee basketball fans. I was like, they're they're so fucking crazy that. Oh yeah. That they have to, the, we have to lose, or else we're gonna die. <laughs> I was at I was at the 2010 Music City Bowl when uh you know the the TJ Yates where he spiked the ball and then they ended up creating the 10 second rule runoff rule. Oh yeah, I yeah, was yeah. at that game and Tennessee fans were going to murder us. <laughs> like they were, that that was their plan. And I had this Tennessee guy came up to me and said, "I'd take one Tennessean over 10 North Carolinians." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about, but he looks like he's deranged and he's gonna murder me." They threw beer bottles at us. I mean, they're cra- they should be number one. Tennessee should be Tennessee one. should be number one. Way too early power. They would wear that. So they, they, would, they would be very excited about that. They <laughs> yeah. would love to be. I think number they, one. they would actually like it more than anyone else. They would. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the volunteers. Well, A and M, Jim, we're, number we're, seven. They're they're number seven. Is Texas on there? What's six? Tex Texas six. Uh, Texas is number nine. So Penn State's eight. So you just need to guess six and ten. <laughs> This is great content. Mm-hmm. Six. Everybody listening is like, Ooh, Oklahoma. Is- no, no, Oklahoma wasn't bad, right? They were, they were cool. Um, I don't know. I feel like you could pepper in like a USC, maybe six. Yeah, you guys mm-hmm. definitely saw this thing. Or you could throw right a USC now. in there. Um, number ten is tough. You get like any team could be number ten. Yeah, Miami, Mm-mm. Florida State, mm-hmm. Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. 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 Yeah. yeah, ACC. I knew we were in there. Yeah, yeah, we were like, like, what conference am I gonna go? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. All right. I think that's cool. a great way to wrap it up. Anything else? Any other shout outs, Jim? Uh, rest in peace, Olivia Newton John. Nice. From Greece. Mm. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Legend. Um, happy anniversary to all those people that were on that boat in Chicago with the Dave Matthews eighteen years ago. They're 
band dropped all this? that crap on them. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. This is the anniversary. Today. today is the anniversary. Yeah, yeah. I remember that awesome. story. Imagine that their hair I mean... still smells like it. Crazy. <laughs> They said that in the story? No. Oh, my God. I mean, that is honestly the most evil thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Like, seriously. It wasn't on purpose. I mean, even so, the fact that you dumped that in the river of Chicago, like, that's evil in and of itself. Chicago, who cares? My God. First time I ever uh, (laughs) rode on an airplane, I I used the restroom, and um, I think it was, whatever, it was number one. But uh, <laughs> I th- okay, th- let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's making me think. I didn't know. I didn't know what I said. It number one. I said, "Use the restroom." On the heels of the Dave Matthews story, I felt like I needed to clarify. But then once I clarified, I realized I definitely didn't need to clarify. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I I remember like asking my parents or my brother or somebody, somebody older than me, because you you push the button to flush the toilet and then it, like sucks it out. <laughs> You know, and I remember being like in a, in amazed. I was like, "What? What just happened? Where did it go?" And I asked somebody, and uh, whether whether it was my dad or my brother, whoever said, "Oh, it just like goes out into the air or whatever." You know, like they just they just they just shoot that just like shoots out into the, and and for like ten years of my life, I believe that that's how it worked. To where like, like I'm still in high school. You see like a plane flying over, like, and I'm just like, oh, no. I hope they don't hit that. I hope they're not dropping. (laughs) I really did. For the longest time, I believe that that's how it worked. Was that because and uh, yeah, never mind. That's a different story for God. Um, That was a great shout out. It was a good shout out. Uh, We we should watch the Woodstock thing. Can we can we do that? Can we do that as a show? Because we're star if we're star for content. I'm telling you, the first episode. Uh, let's watch it and then talk about it's it on Friday. It's not that much of a commitment, dude. It's like yeah. it's like a two-hour commitment, totally. Let's watch it. Let's watch yeah. it, talk about it on Friday, and read some emails. There you go. That's a good show. That's a good show. We should review this documentary let's because I think it. it's I think it's perfect for us. I yeah. think it's, j- yeah, just the three it, it ages hits, that we it, are. It, it hits, hits all three of us differently. Yeah. And, and this is on HBO, Woodstock 99. <laughs> Jim. Jim, I'll send you Jim, I'll send you my login, okay? Is that what this is about? Yeah. I will send you my Netflix no, login. About, there being too many of these documentaries. I'm gonna watch the wrong Firefest again. <laughs> that is true. Again. There's two Firefests. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> but there's much. always one that's better than every, the other one. Of course. And this one's better than the other one. Okay. So let's watch this one. All right. That's Deal. all I'm saying. I've which seen is, the other one and I watched this one. Which is this one? I hate you. I hate Netflix everything. Netflix one or the Hulu one? I hate. I'm about to go. I'm about to go Woodstock '99 on Jim's ass. This is ridiculous. All right, that's the show. We'll see you guys Friday.